A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Listeners, hello and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode immensely excited listeners to be saying i've got a lady with me from the united states of america a lady by the name of judy cowling and judy and i we're going to be talking about something that uh, i certainly come across quite a lot and it's wrapped up in this title listeners called 3d and 5d what on earth are you talking about so judy without further ado an immensely warm welcome to you Thank you. I very much appreciate the opportunity to share with people all over the world. What a blessing. So maybe a good starting point, Judy, is on this 3D and 5D. I mean, for the benefit of uh, some of our listeners that may not be fully aware of you know, what, what that even means, let's dive in and, and explore that. So give us an intro, Judy, if you will, on this 3D and 5D naming okay. labels. <laughs> it's very simple, really, because um, truth is very simple. Three dimension is a dimension of contrast. It's the largest dimension of contrast. And the earth um, has been, and we are now printing it back into what's called fifth dimension. And in fifth dimension, you have no disease, illness, or aging, because it is love-based living, not fear-based living. Third dimension is all fear-based living. And you're dealing with being afraid and pain and suffering 96 to 97% of your day. So in order to shift from third to fifth, we need to reduce our fear level by 51%. And so that's what the beings on earth when we did shift from third to fourth 19 years ago, every soul, higher self agreed to ascension. And ascension is ascending beyond fear into love. That's what we're doing. And we're doing it as a planet. And this has never been done before. We've also never ascended inside a human body. This has never been done before. So for me personally, I've been working with the Ascended Masters, Angels, and Archangels for over 71 years since I was three years old. And for the first 45 years, I didn't tell anybody what I did because I didn't think it really had any significance for anybody else. But then the Master of Healing, Hilarion, and um, Archangel Gabriel, your clarion call, came to me and said, you agreed in a couple of years to go public. And so I did. And I work with people all over the world and I absolutely love what I do. And I've been guided to just intuitively know what each person needs. So it's been quite wonderful. But the topic of 3D versus 5D is really the degree of self-love you carry in your heart. And every soul on the planet came here with the mission of loving themselves more in this life than they love themselves in any life. 
that is an automatic. So when you're wondering what is my purpose for being here, basically your purpose is to love yourself. And you haven't even created tomorrow yet. You have no future. You've already gotten everything out of the past you needed when you experienced it. So today is all you have. Today is where your power is. And you haven't created tomorrow yet. So what's going to determine what you're actually going to experience tomorrow is based on how much you love yourself today. It has nothing to do with anybody else. And that determines what you're going to experience tomorrow. So I recommend to my clients that you just make a continued choice to love yourself a little bit more every single day. And when you choose to do that, then you are aligning yourself with a future that is love-based. And you're not dealing to the degree of illness and aging and all of those things, disease, because fear is what causes all of that. And every single time you doubt or you worry or you push, force, and insist, or you get angry or you get frustrated, every single time you toxic your body and your solar plexus is your power center right up above your navel. And all that toxic energy sits in there and it creates disease, illness, and aging. And so it's important that you speak your truth. And a lot of my work the last three or four years has been helping people clear the toxic energy they have in their solar plexus. And it's got to come out. And the only way it can come out is the way it went in. So when you swallow your pain, when you do not speak your truth, then that toxic energy stays in there creating havoc. And the only way it can come out is it's got to come back out through the throat the way it went in. So mm. it's important that we recognize that we're here at this time to be our authentic self, to be who we really, really are. And we came in as babies unless we were abused, knowing that and loving every single part of us. Babies love everything about themselves until their family talks them out of it. And then the church talks them out of it. And then the school talks them out of it and on and on and on. Mm. So 3D is about being in constant fear. No matter what's going on, you're in constant fear. And we've been programmed and brainwashed to be in that state all the time. So in order to take our power back, in order to step into our mastery, we need to love ourselves so that we're loving ourselves and literally loving ourselves more than we're afraid. And when you love yourself more, then all that disease, illness, and aging starts to leave. And all you need to do is live a love-based life more than 51% every day, not 100%. So on that note, Judy, begs the question, how do we love ourselves more each day? What, just give us a practical, I was almost tempted to say 3D example of how do we love ourselves more each day? It's pretty simple. Um, you know, everything you give to somebody else, you give to yourself, but you give it to you first. One of the biggest ways I suggest to people is to hug yourself. 
We've been taught in our society to criticize ourselves, to put ourselves down, to do all of those things. And none of that is healthy and none of it is the truth. So we've been taught to express kindness and express compassion and express caring to other people, but we have never been taught to give it to ourselves. Isn't that sad? Mm. So I suggest to my clients eight to nine times a day, you hug yourself. And I mean a genuine hug, not a little peck on the cheek. You put your arms around you, you feel the love that you're exuding, and then you start breathing very slowly. And in about five or six breaths, it will take you out of your head and it will take you into your heart. And that's where you want to be because that's where the truth is. The truth is not in your head. Your head is only fear. Mm, Your heart is where all the truth is. And you downloaded before you were born every person, place, thing, and experience you would need for this life. And you downloaded all the ideas of the, of the issues you wanted to have. You downloaded all the solutions. You also took care of how you were going to wake up and remember who you are. Because we all went through the veil of forgetting before we entered our mother's womb. So that we wouldn't remember who we were. And we would live a whole human life 100%. And now the veil's been getting dissolving and dissolving and dissolving. And we're starting to remember more of who we are. So loving yourself should be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Mm -hmm. So give yourself a foot massage. Notice when you're not feeling well, take care of it. Notice when you're in pain, take care of it. Don't push it aside. Don't make something else more important. Nobody else here is more important than you. You handpicked 50 beings from over 500 beings in your soul family before you came in to live a round of lives with, and none of them are more important than you. And every soul chooses everything before they come in. I just want to come in at that note. That's, Judy, that's a very, very significant comment to me, what you just said there. When I look at some of the connections that are unfolding now at a very, very profound level and totally defies logic, rationale, any any head stuff, as you might call it. Why? Uh, we're talking about some mutual friends in the States, and obviously you, you, know, you know who those names are. Um, yes. Really deep, deep. On the surface of it, strange connections but what you're talking about there Judah they're not actually strange connections are they not at all you you the the frequency the vibratory frequency you're oscillating at is determining everything you are an energy being in your most expanded form you are pure energy floating and glowing in bliss as a golden spiral of light because a spiral of light is a blueprint for life if you've ever looked at the fibonacci circle it's a circle 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 a spiral and spirals do not have a beginning or an end you've never been born and you've never died your energy you just keep changing form and you're everything there's nothing you're not that's what creator is Creator Mm. is pure energy. 
You are energy. You are creator. You are source. So every thought you have, every feeling that you have, every word you speak, and every choice you make affects every form of life through infinity. And you are held accountable for it when you pass. And so you want to put out more than 51% of your day. Love energy. Because that's what, like a boomerang, it's going to come back to you. We have a thing called the law of attraction. I didn't make it up. It's a universal law. Everybody lives by it. You get 100% vibrationally, whatever you put out, like a boomerang, it comes right back. And so when you're putting out more love, as you are doing, Paul, and the people you're talking about, then you start creating more loving connections. And who we were in third dimension, we're not that person anymore. That person's gone. And you can tell because the last five years, anybody that's not in vibrational alignment with you is leaving your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wow. are here to shift from third dimension to fifth. It's not a place. There's many, 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 many dimensions. They're not places. They're levels of self-love. And as an example, people think and have been taught that heaven is a place up in the sky somewhere. That is not true. Heaven is right here on earth because earth is called heavenly earth. And it's just three feet up off the ground. The same as the rainbow bridge for animals. And so your animals and your loved ones have never left you. And you can feel that they're there. Many people feel them. And I show my people, my clients, how to feel them. But they never left you. They're always there. So when you begin to realize that all these things you've been taught are not the truth, 90% of everything you've been taught is not the truth. And when you start actually experiencing the law of attraction, when you experience what you're giving out, you're getting back. It's pretty easy to realize that if you want to have a loving life predominantly, then you need to be giving out love predominantly and not false. It has to come from your heart. Mm. So all your answers for everything in this life, you programmed inside your own heart. You have everything that you need. You did not come in missing a thing. So you Um, didn't come here to learn anything. The on that note, listeners, I just want to share something that I've shared many times before, and it's very aligned with what Judy's saying. Um, and I've used the line, you cannot give what you do not have. And I've used that in a very general context over many episodes now, many, many podcast episodes, and obviously within my professional mentoring work as well. But the point is this that you cannot give what you do not have. Well, it's, it's a nice, cosy cliche, but the reality is from my own practical experience, that didn't hold true because I gave away so much stuff. And I'm not on about material stuff necessarily. I'm on about love. At a time where in my life, particularly from my earlier years on, I was what the outside world might term broken. You know, I was I was involved in decades of addiction, darkness and all this kind of stuff. So people would say, well, how could you give love, Paul? Because you didn't have it. You was in a really dark place. And I was. 
So I just throw that in there, Judy, to say that I really actually, in a most challenging way, um, I really resonate deeply with what you said, because there was something, even despite my suicide attempt at 13 and a half, that something in, the, in me somewhere, and it certainly was way, 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 way beyond the head, and even is now, and rationalising it, trying to make sense of it, that came from a special place that says, Paul, give love, give love, give love. And my world was, I won't say loveless, because that wouldn't be the tr truth, um, but it was certainly dark and challenging. Any thoughts around any of that? Judy? I have a lot, yes. Um, first of all, the reason that you went through all of that is because the more evolved we are as a soul, the more sensitive we are. And it is very difficult for very sensitive people to live in third dimension when you're dealing with 96 to 97% pain, suffering, and fear. And everybody listening on this call, and it is now 20% of the population, are leaders here to lead the way. You would not be attracted to this gentleman, Paul, or to the conversation we're having today if you were a follower. And nine, almost 80% of the population are followers. And all that means is they're younger souls. We've mm -hmm. all been younger souls. We've all been baby souls. But the ones that are here to lead the way, we are the ones that are going through the addictions and all of those things. Because we're so sensitive, it's very difficult to live in the harshness of unloving energy. And we feel it in every fiber of our being. And so because for men in our society, it's not acceptable to show your emotions, a lot of men would turn more and more to things outside of themselves because they weren't taught that it was acceptable to just be who they were. They're supposed to fit a mold. And then women have the other mold, which is they're supposed to be giving nonstop with no concern for them receiving anything. And so you, you've got men who are trying to hold on to some ideal image of who they're supposed to be, which is totally devoid of emotion. And then you've got women who are expected to just give and give endlessly until it kills them. It's not healthy. Mm. The, the, the true thing is we receive on the left side of our body. That is our feminine side. And on the right side of our body is our masculine side. We are here to send with our male energy and receive with our female energy. What we are here to do in a healthy way is you need to fill your well first before you can give to another. But we've been taught, especially as women, just the opposite. So the bottom line is you need to receive. You need to open your arms, be open to receive in a balanced way. So then you can give. And it's a circle. It's a circle. It's not one way. And that's how Jesus and Mary Magdalene healed. They're the same soul on a higher level. If somebody was in Jesus's aura energy, which could be hundreds and hundreds of feet, they could heal because his energy was what's called Christ consciousness, which is unconditional, unlimited love. And because he exuded it to such a degree, as also Mary Magdalene did, anybody in their aura of energy could choose to heal. But 
healing is an individual experience between the higher self and the soul. It has nothing to do with anybody else. So all the healing work that I've done for over 71 years is my, my responsibility is to receive the information cleanly and clearly in alignment with my sacred heart, which is your creator heart. That is your, your high heart. That's your immortal heart and my higher self. And I get it pretty cleanly and clearly. And then I give it that information to the other person but I'm not their healer. They are their own healer and they will allow or not allow everything I presented to them. And that's appropriate. You always listen to your own heart and in your heart, everybody has a truth meter. You know when something is a truth, but we've been taught there again to ignore our heart and be in your head all the time. The problem is your ego wants to keep you safe and small because it thinks this is the only life you're living and that you're mortal. That's not true. You are living all your lives now in this moment. And you, every single thing that you give out, you're getting back. So as Paul said, you've got to start by filling your wealth first. And once you filled your way, your wealth first, then you can give from the overflow without any stress or strain. And I sometimes channel up to 19 hours a day. Um, last year, I took off three months. I still did over 850 sessions. I work with people all over the world with some of the most difficult circumstances. And when I was asked to go public, I was told by the master of healing, Hilarion and Mother Mary. Mother Mary said, Judy, we're sending to you only those who will honor you and honor the work. And then Hilarion said to me, Judy, you've been doing this for so many lifetimes that you just will intuitively know what each person needs. And you are the emergency doctor. We send to you the highest frequency beings on the planet, which is one half of 1% of the 10% of the leaders here to lead the way. And we send you the ones that are the most stuck because you will know how to help them unstick of themselves. And that's exactly what I do. So ideally with all leaders and highest people on the planet that have the greatest amount of, of what you would call higher vibrational light, but there's no hierarchy in life. Nobody is more important than anybody else. We are all a thread in the weave of life and everybody matters but we're at different levels of understanding based on how many lives we've lived and how much experience we have. But nobody is more important than anybody else. Well, I'm gonna, at that point, Judy, I'm gonna make a comment. Listeners, I first came across Judy, what? Two weeks ago, something like that? Yes. yes. Two weeks ago, yeah. So my question to you, Judy, is this. So is there, this, this, podcast conversation that we're having the dancers i call it this exchange of, of of frequency of energy this vibrancy of thoughts you know whatever they may be there's no coincidence to this is there we decided before you and i were born paul that we would have this conversation mm. and we discussed what we would discuss we're here by divine appointment it's the same with all of my clients Right now, my clients are scheduling into July. And 
I made it very clear. It's of course their choice, but we've agreed before they even came in that we would have this conversation. And many people will say, well, can I get it sooner? And I'll say, but that's not the point. You have to be mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually mature enough to receive the information your higher self is giving you. And the higher wisdom of your soul knows when you're going to be ready for that. I've had people book a session in September and their higher self didn't tell me until June the following year that they were ready. And once I gave the information to them, the person said to me, boy, I wouldn't have been ready for this a year ago, but boy, I am now. Mm. So it's always by divine appointment, always. Yeah, I am. So in terms of, um, you know, bringing together humanity, what's interesting, what's uncoincidental, and this is real trivia, but you mentioned Jesus and Mary Magdalene there. Yes. As recently as last night, Judy, I actually finished watching on Netflix that very, very, what I thought was a very powerful series, you know, 50 odd episodes long. And I finished watching that last night. And here we are in a matter of a few hours later, you're bringing that same topic into consciousness. That's right. That's exactly (laughs) how you know. That's exactly correct. Mm. And a lot of the information that I give Um, I've never heard anybody give and I give some really and I remember them telling me you've done this for so many lifetimes we have to keep you amused or you're going to get bored so Mm -hmm. I receive information that is so out there that I can't tell you the number of people that will constantly say to me on a weekly basis I know this is the truth and I wouldn't have been ready for it before but I'm also realizing you're the only one that would have given this to me because I do get really amazing information. But there again, it's a question of that person and what they're ready to experience. And we're here as creators of our own light, 100%. And not everybody is willing to accept that. They're not at that stage. They're younger souls. They're baby souls. We've all been baby souls. But the ones listening on this phone call, you would not be attracted to this call if you were not leaders. And every single one of you chose everything about your life before you came in. The good news is the worst is behind us. We shifted from third to fourth dimension 19 years ago. And we're in a much higher frequency of love. And I just did a master class a week ago on Saturday, week and a half ago. And my guides came in and said, all leaders as of now are loving themselves 79% more than they did 10 and 15 years ago. So you can verify it for yourself. You're not holding on to things like you used to hold on to. Somebody would say something unkind 10, 15 years ago. We'd stew on it for days, weeks, months, years. Yeah. Now a day and a half and we're done. Yeah, absolutely. We're not taking anything that mm. seriously. I want to also bring in something very 
I'm running out of words in. I love it when I'm running out of words, listeners, because that, <laughs> to, to kind of reinforce what Judy said, means it's not in the head. And I'm really, which is kind of on the surface of it, maybe a trifle embarrassing for a podcast host, but actually it's not. Um, but the point I'm trying to and uh, will make, Judy, is this for years and years and years, there are certain words and things that have stuck with me. And, and I never really understood what they meant, but they've stuck with me. And I'll give an example. I'll give, I'll give two very profound examples. The one is around my values. Learning, loving, legacy. Now, I was aware of those three words for many, many, many years. But Paul, I'm kind of asking myself, Paul, what does this, what does this mean? What do you mean, learning, loving? Like, what are you on about, boy? What, where have you got this nonsense from? And I'm on about decades with this, Judy. But what's well, we've outgrown that though, Paul. Yes, but in third dimension, you think you're learning. In fifth dimension, you realize you're everything. Mm. And why would you have to learn what you already are? You're just here to remember what you are and who you are. You're not here to learn anything because learning implies that you came in with a big gaping hole and you're missing something and somebody outside of you has your answer. That is not the truth. Mm -hmm. You programmed everything inside your own heart before you came in and you are the only person in all of creation, all of creation that has your own answers. It's all inside your own heart. Nobody outside of you has your answers. And when you get into fifth and you really get clear about this, there are no others because you're everything. But just to put that in context, Judy, of that learning, loving legacy, the learning that unfolded from just, let's say, previous years was around yes. the fact that love was the answer and knowing yes. that love is the answer, the legacy is then to pass that message on. That is the simplicity of something that I held for decades. That was your master self nudging you to remember your truth when it was the appropriate time. Mm. And if you stop and think about it, we've been being nudged from the time we were little kids that we were here for something very important. We just didn't understand what it was. Mm. But we kept being nudged and nudged and nudged. And I remember being very, very clear. And I'll give you a perfect example. In third dimension with the younger souls, their whole world is competition and their whole world is consuming. It's never enough. They always want to beat their brother. They want to have more than their boss and on and on. They're not interested in world peace. They're not interested in fair distribution of wealth. They're not interested in making sure everybody has food. That is what the leaders are concerned with. Mm. The followers are concerned with themselves. And all they do, they don't even care if they're happy. They just want to have more than everybody else. And it's never enough. And they're constantly searching, searching, searching. And when you realize, when you look at people and their whole world is competition, that tells you that they don't have any confidence in themselves. It's all gained by what's happening out here. That is third dimension. Contrast, the largest contrast, good, bad, right, wrong, up, down, male, female. 
in fifth dimension, you're an androgynous light being. Your yin and yang is balanced and merged. You don't need the extreme of male and female. Mm. There is no up and down. There's the middle path, which is what Buddha taught. The middle way, which is you being in your center, not your extreme. And the second example that I alluded to previously was, and I'm going back to when I was 16, 17, I got in a fight, uh, which wasn't unusual in those days. Um, (laughs) And there was was an elderly priest and he called me over and he said, I've been watching you for some time. And he kind of tore me a strip off, but in in a loving way, it was a bit like, you know, a fatherly <laughs> chastisement, if you will. But his words, and this is yet again, Judy, another example of things that have been said that absolutely made no sense whatsoever. But isn't it funny over the years, the decades, how I, I hung on to those, work, those words were there. And as the years have gone by, boy, have they made sense. And the words were this. He said, I've been watching you. He says, physically, you're some boy, you can handle yourself. I was very angry in those days, lashing out because of the violent upbringing of downs and my stepfather. Um, you know, I was a rebel with or without a cause, and I don't really know. Um, but that was part of the script in those days. But he said, let me tell you something. He said, there's four levels, and the level that you're doing now, the physical, is at the bottom of the pile. So you might think you're clever, but it's easy what you're doing. It's physical. So then the next level up was the the mental side of things. What's in your head? And then, and he said, if you imagine a triangle and you cut it in four, so the bottom bit is the physical. The next layer up from the bottom is the mental. The next layer up from that is the emotional, he said, but right at the top of that triangle where the real power is, is the spiritual. Judy, I had not got a clue what he was talking about, but I'll tell you what, over the years, that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, what he's basically saying to you is in your human self, thinking you're human, you make the guttural, you make the most basic emotion, feeling, thoughts and feelings and choices all centered around physicalness. When you are an androgynous light being in fifth dimension, you're not in a body. You can be if you want to, but usually you're not. Mm. You're in a light body. And being spiritual really only means being true to thyself. Mm. That's what it means. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I'm an original creation of divinity. There is nobody else like me in all of creation. That is the truth. So I don't have to justify, defend, or explain my feelings to anybody because nobody else in all of creation feels exactly like I do. Mm -hmm. And that's the spiritual realm where you go beyond the physical, you go beyond what you can see, and you acknowledge that you extend way beyond the physical. And that's the truth. You are living lives as every form of life, as trees and animals and rainbows and galaxies and insects and water. You're living lives as everything in form. That's what you agreed to. 
And we're also having every experience available in creation. That's what we agreed to. And the journey of a soul is to go from pure love, 100%, all the way down to completely unloving, fragmented, all, uh, all just shattered into complete separateness. And then you work your way back through mindfully and consciously choosing back into oneness. And then you float and glow as long as you want to. And then you decide when you want to come back into form and you pick a different 50 members from your 500 member soul family and you live another round of lives. That is the journey of a soul that every soul is going through. So when you begin to realize, and I'm just burping because I clear member through my throat is encoded with a special dispensation of light. So the whole time I'm talking to people, they're healing and clearing. And I'm also the vessel in which I'm, uh, I'm giving that energy so that they can. So it, it's, it's, I'm like a little one woman band. <laughs> <laughs> so the beautiful thing is for you to realize that there's nobody like you. The greatest gift you can give yourself is please do not ever compare yourself to somebody else. That is the greatest disservice you can do. You stand in your truth. You honor what you feel. Your truth is in your heart. It's never in your head. It is always in your heart. And your heart never lies to you. Not once. So living fifth dimension is you being in your heart, living from your heart truth more than 51% of your day. Third dimension is being in pain, fear, and suffering 96 to 97% of your day. So you can see very clearly third dimension is excruciatingly painful and fifth dimension feels wonderful. Right now we're in fourth and now we're stepping into high fourth. So how, from a conscious perspective, Judy, how do, you know, people will be listening to this thinking, wow, this is fascinating. But how do I make that transition? Is that something that I Just consciously... by loving yourself. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't realize you were talking. Um, it's just as simple as loving yourself. And you can love yourself, as I said, first of all, give to you everything you're giving to anybody else. Because on your most expanded level, you are your own soulmate. You are your own twin flame. You are here to love yourself and be kind and gentle to you, not to criticize, pull apart and judge. Mm -hmm. So the four things you can do is number one, make feeling good your top priority more than half of your day. And the way you feel good is by being in your heart. When you're in your heart, you have no worries, no concerns. You're totally being nurtured and supported. It feels wonderful. And when you are in your head, you are in constant worrying because your head wants to keep you safe and small. So your ego is constantly telling you, well, what about this? Well, what about that? To keep you in the loop of constant stress. When you're in your heart, you're completely at peace. There is no stress. So that's the biggest difference. So you want to be in your feeling good more than half of your day because then you're in your heart and your heart will automatically guide you to live your greatest potential for this lifetime. And that is really what everybody wants. 
They want to be everything they can be. And the second thing is to be your own best friend. Don't say anything to yourself or do anything to yourself that you would not do to a two-week-old child. You are the love of your own life. Give to you everything that you would give to a partner and fill your well first. And then you come from a whole place, not a needy place. And you can meet another person truthfully, not looking at them through the eyes of fear and need. And the fourth thing is to live where you're breathing. Be here now. That's where the power is. And whatever you're loving yourself today is what's going to create tomorrow. So the wisest choice you can make is be here now in this moment, because nobody knows when you're going. Your higher self knows, but you've already chosen how you're going to go and under what circumstances. It could be four minutes from now, Paul, you and I could choose to go, or it could be 50 years. Nobody knows. So you need to live now. You need to choose to be happy now. You need to recognize that anything that your heart's speaking to you about, do it now. Don't put it off the way we're taught by society. It's a, it's a really bad choice because you have no guarantee you're going to be here. So you want to do it now and enjoy yourself. That's a very, very powerful way to start to bring things towards the close Judy, I want to thank you immensely for these, these insights, beyond profound insights, your shares, your wisdom. Judy, how can people reach out and get in touch with you if they want to find out more about you and your invaluable work? Oh, well, thank you. Um, I have a website, and it's my name, which is www.judycali.com. Very simple. And the beautiful thing is, remember, it's always by divine appointment. So you never have to worry. You just listen to your heart. And I always close things off, Judy, with guests by saying, I want you to imagine we're in a hotel reception. We just met for the first time and we're going up to the next level. Seems quite appropriate in, the, in light of this particular conversation. So we get in this elevator and we've got kind of 30 seconds. And I say, OK, Judy, it's been a real pleasure to have met you there at, uh, in reception. But when we get to this, this next level in this lift, I'll be going left. You'll be going right. Just give me 30 seconds of wisdom. Leave me with something because I've really enjoyed your company. But leave me something to create a legacy. Within that 30 seconds, Judy, what might that be? What chosen words would they be? Well, I, was, I received a message from two cats. And once or twice a year, I get a message. It comes in less than a minute. And it's usually what's next. And what we're doing now is we're leaving isolation. I've been in isolation and not in relationships since 1992. Been working on myself. Most of us have in one way or the other. We're now done and isolation is finished. And now we're being guided to connect to kindred hearts, other fellow masters, and start co-creating in entirely new directions and entirely new ways. And our master gifts, which we've been stepping into our mastery in the last year and a half, are now starting to unfold. So we're, we're in this space where we feel much spacier because we're multidimensionally expanding way beyond just this life. 
and we're starting to remember on totally different levels. So start recognizing. And when you connect to kindred hearts, you're going to start meeting people that they get you and you get them and you enjoy their company and they enjoy you. And you can go in a totally new direction, not your old direction, not their old direction. That's the most recent message I got. And I always get information 10 to 15 years before I see it in print or hear other people talking about it because I trust in the integrity of my soul. I don't need to know and I don't need to understand. Those are fear-based ideas. Mm -hmm. I trust. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Listeners, I'm sure you'll agree that was of beautiful doesn't even touch it. And I've said this so many times before in the most beautiful way, I'm struggling for words, but I'm going to try and squeeze these last few words out to finally bring things to a close. And those words are this. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>